0: Living with Intention with Allie Edwards, I can't encourage enough for you to go back and listen to that episode before proceeding with this one. Or I suppose you can do whatever you want and you can listen to this one and then go back. But the reason it feels a little cool and wild to record this episode was because during that interview with Allie, who is just a hundred percent delightful. She mentioned the phrase intentional pauses, and when she said that, I had to stop and look at my notes because I had already titled this episode as such. It was just kind of wild and, I don't know, just felt very meant to be. Anyway, I wanted to talk about intentional pauses in the context of a sort of awkward, difficult wrestling with self experience I had. And then I want to share some thoughts on why I think intentional pauses can benefit different experiences, no matter what your situation is, and especially if you're stuck on something. So here's what happened with me. It centers around my major media writing, which if you've been following along on this show was a really big thing for me to try my hand at last year. Actually, in the wake of having written and tried to pitch a nonfiction book that kind of went nowhere and agents were super mean to me, (laughs) at the beginning of 2021, I decided to put that project to bed and decided that I wanted to give major media writing a try. I mean, the thing was, I was completely clueless. I didn't know how to pitch. I didn't really had never tried to write (laughs) kind of that sort of piece. I don't know. I didn't have any editor connections, anything, but as it turned out, I eventually did connect with some editors and ended up writing nearly 20 pieces for outlets like the Washington Post, CNN, Boston Globe. It was kind of startling, to be honest. I was so grateful and remain so grateful for all of that incredible work and experience and just feeling very welcomed in the process. So when 2022 started, I did write a few pieces in the first quarter, and then I just sort of stalled out. I just didn't have any interest in pitching. And then when I got emails from editors asking me to pitch, I was like, yes, of course, I should do this. But then I just felt really, really stuck. And after some reflection, I started to wonder if I was creatively blocked because I had a very large piece of creative work hanging unresolved. Not the book I had drafted in (laughs) 2020 during the beginning of the pandemic, but as you may recall from episode 258, Creating a Self-Directed Practice, in late December of 2021, I decided to challenge myself to write 80,000 words across 80 days. It was such a joyful process, but after the writing... I was like, okay, what next? I just found that editing and restructuring was really hard. It was much more difficult to try to make progress in like a 45 minute or one hour block in the morning as I had with writing. So I started to think that my stuckness on my 80,000 words was trickling down to my major media writing. So on June 21st, I decided to take an intentional pause and not pursue major media writing at all, take a break from it. I will say this was not easy for me. I both like to please and be in good standing with people. I had outstanding pitch emails to deal with. And I found that those emails, I kept punting them forward on my to-do list because I really care about those people, the editors. but. I just had nothing. I was like, (laughs) I had nothing. So finally, one morning that June 21st, I sat down and I said to myself, I cannot move on to do anything else until I write these freaking emails, which of course took a matter of minutes. And normally I don't feel the need. I've said this a lot of times that I don't feel the need to explain a no. And that's usually the case if I'm declining an invite or something like that. But in these cases, I did say, kind of explain and said, hey, I'm experiencing this sort of creative block and I want to pursue a writing boot camp to try to get myself unstuck. So I'm pausing on writing. And the responses were all very understanding. It was fine. So the other thing I did, as I referred just now to, is I signed up for a writing boot camp. It's called the Summer Blueprint Butt in the Chair (laughs) Workshop. It's being run by my very smart writer friend, KJ Delantonia, and very smart book coach friend, Jenny Nash. And it kicked off July 1st. And at the time of this recording, I am on week three, just listened to the homework, the podcast this morning. And I will say, only three weeks in, I'm finding that this particular style right now is very good for me. There are weekly h- homework assignments. There it's very self-paced in the sense of wh- how you do your homework and when you do your homework. And I'm good at doing homework. I haven't yet got to the part where, you know, I figure out how to restructure this thing and who knows what that will look like. But at the moment it's really feeling good. And having that movement there, just doing something in a forward orientation, I feel like is probably going to help unlock something for me. So I have more to talk about on this. I want to talk about impact and lessons I'm learning through this process, and I will do that after a quick break. Did you know that hyaluronic acid naturally occurs in our skin but decreases gradually as we age, leading to thinner, drier skin? If you're looking for support hydrating your skin from the inside out, check out one of the tools in my hydration arsenal, Rituals Hyacera, which I take every morning. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on clean science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash edit. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash edit for 25% off. Especially in this digital age, since we're well beyond handwritten journals and letters to convey history, The preservation of stories is so important, especially from the moms and mom figures in our lives. And if you've been looking for a way to collect those stories but aren't sure how to start, I have a recommendation for you. StoryWorth makes it easy. Every week, they email a loved one of your choosing a question prompt that you pick. For example, what advice would you give your 20-year-old self? And what aspects of having children didn't turn out the way you expected? Give all the moms in your life a unique, heartfelt gift you'll all cherish for years, StoryWorth. Right now, save $10 on your first purchase when you go to storyworth.com slash edit. That's storyworth.com slash edit to save $10 on your first purchase. Hi folks, I'm back and I want to talk about some of the lessons I have been learning and thinking through over the last several weeks As I've taken this intentional pause, and what I'm gonna talk about, I think can apply to anything. So that's the good news. (laughs) I was framing this up with a particular example from my life, but ultimately, I want this to be useful for you and reflective. And so hopefully, what I'm gonna discuss next will help with that. So, the first thing is that making space matters. (laughs) This isn't surprising. I know we have a very old back episode here called Serendipity Space. It's one of the things Asha and I wrote about in Minimalist Parenting, and you need empty space in order to make things happen. So, and if we want to pursue things, we need to make room. In my case, I needed to pause on my freelance writing in order to make space for this 10-week bootcamp, both from an hour's perspective and fitting it around my other work, but also just emotionally. I really needed to know I was off the hook for one thing in order to give myself to the other thing. That is tremendously important. Second, I would encourage you, especially if you are in a stuck place or, I don't know, just feeling like you're a little overwhelmed, is to remind yourself, Of your triggers. In my case, in this scenario, not like, I mean, you'd have to do a lot of freelance writing to make a real living out of it, but I think I still fear scarcity at some level. And this is a year, very realistically, where I've got a lot of cash going out. (laughs) I'm sending a kid to college this year. And so the idea of turning down opportunities where I could write for pay or whatever is not easy for me. I'm always going to be chasing the carrot because I needed to do that to survive. I was on my own paying for college starting sophomore year. So this stuff is buried pretty deep in me. So I've had to really address that and then trust that there is enough. A third thing I want to bring up is that you can say no or no for now. As I mentioned when I said, no, that I can't do this to my editors, I gave some explanation. A lot of the time, as I said, I don't even bother with that. But in this case, I've built relationships with these people. I wanted to tell them what was going on for me. So you can say no and do it with grace and people will understand. And you can also say, hey, I'm going to reevaluate in whatever amount of time. And then, you know, let's check in there. There are so many options, <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. Fourth, and this was a little unexpected. So, I, and maybe this is the way the universe works, kind of like putting challenges in front of us, is that you can also take a baby step that feels fun and easy with whatever you've said no to, with the key that the thing has to really be fun and easy. So, the universe thing was that right after I sent that email, <laughs> Those couple of emails about, okay, I'm taking a pause. This is very intentional. I'll circle back when I'm ready to write again. Within a week of doing that, actually, it may have been more like days. Two of my other editors reached out about assignments. Now, I will say that pitching is different than just receiving an assignment. It's a little, I think, actually, it's a little easier for me to just receive an assignment ask than, you know, it takes more energy to come up with the pitches. But anyway, One of them was for Boston Globe magazine, and it was a really fun, easy thing. They were looking for 100-word little blurbs about cool things to do in New England. I have a million of those ideas. I can do them very fast. It would be fun and easy. And so I, I did wrestle with myself. I was like, wait, if I say yes to this, am I kind of cheating? But I thought, you know what? This was sort of the equivalent of taking a little baby step of writing something creative for somebody else at a really small scale, 100 words, easy. And it was delightful. So that was good. So I just want to encourage you that it doesn't have to be an all or nothing thing. It's not like if you stop doing something, you have to stop doing it forever, or you can take like a small baby step back in. It was really fun to write those. As you know, I am all about micro improvements. And if you'd like to dedicate a little time each day to learn a language, I have a great solution for you. Babbel is a science-backed language learning app that offers 10-minute language lessons designed to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Materials are rooted in real-life situations, so you can learn important basics such as ordering food and asking for directions. Babbel offers personalized learning content, real-time feedback, tracking, and visualizations, and their speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. No matter what level you are looking for, casual, intense, or something in between, you can enjoy app lessons, podcasts, and live classes from the comfort of your home on your schedule. Here's a special limited time deal for Edit Your Life listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babel subscription. This is only for Edit Your Life listeners at babbel.com slash edit. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash edit. That's spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash edit. Rules and restrictions may apply. And then the last thing I can't underscore enough is that big, important things take time. (laughs) As seasoned listeners, I'm sure get by now. I'm somebody who likes to take action. I like to make things happen very quickly. I love working nimbly. It's not because I'm impatient. I I just really love creating things. And so this whole experience of Writing 80,000 words and getting super stuck about it has been a really good reminder that these big, important things take time. When I recorded that episode about creating a self-directed practice, I explicitly did not share what I was writing. That was just sort of an intentional choice for me at the time. But I will share now that those 80,000 words I wrote are memoir essays. They are my story. They're very personal. They're reflective of trauma and growth and healing and all sorts of things. And that's a really important and good thing to take time and care with. I'm trying to look at reframe even one of my very favorite things to do. This stuckness and this intentional pause as a way for me to explore and give care and thought to whatever it might be that these 80,000 words will turn into. Who knows what will happen? Maybe I will decide not to pursue publishing it. You know, that would also be fine. I think I just need to have the space to do it. So that's it, my friends. I hope this is helpful. For this episode's Your Next Edit, I want to offer you a reflection exercise. I want to encourage you to think about something you are stuck on and ask yourself, is this something I want to move forward with? Or is it time to let this go? The reason I suggest this or invite you to this exercise is that, as we all know, time is scarce. (laughs) And when you take an intentional pause on something, you're giving yourself the gift of time and space. You are deserving of occupying that space with something that you really care about and that really matters to you. And I'm not saying it won't be painful to let go of something. I had written an 80,000 word edit your life book and I let go of it last year. (laughs) At the time that felt totally right. Who knows if it'll resurface, it might just sit in the drawer, you know, that's fine. But that was a really intentional choice. And it felt like a relief when I decided to let it go. So reflect this week. I hope it's really helpful and restorative for you. Okay, friends, you'll find the show notes for this episode, including links to resources and related episodes at edityourlifeshow.com. As ever, I would love to hear your thoughts and questions. Come say hello on Instagram or Facebook at edityourlifeshow or send an email to edityourlifeshow at gmail.com. I would also be grateful if you would drop edit your life or review on Apple podcasts or tell a pod loving friend about the show. Thanks for listening.